What's good, y'all? It's Justin, back with another Kids in Need of Grace podcast episode. This episode is episode four. Episode four is titled, Say Thank You. Talking about gratefulness, talking about giving thanks to God in the midst of difficult situations, trials, seasons, whatever you may be going through. Just wanted to encourage you and remind you that there's something to be grateful for. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, please like, subscribe, uh, comment if you got any questions or if I say anything that you know you need cleared up or um, if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a five-star review, comment, do whatever you got to do, give a follow, um, and just continue to help us just build the kingdom one sibling at a time. Um, so with that being said, I'll start to jump right into kind of what God is doing in my life and, and why this was a topic that I really wanted to talk about. So I remember it was probably about two, three weeks ago, a couple of friends and I went to Birmingham, Alabama for the Unashamed Tour. Uh, that's with Lecrae, 1K Few, Hovey, Wande, Trip Lee. Uh, it was a bunch of bunch of Chris, Christian hip-hop artists there, and it was a real good time. On our way there, though, we stopped by uh, this brand new chicken spot that had opened in, in uh, Birmingham. It was called Chicken Cafe or something like that. Anyways, uh, while we're in line, we're behind this young couple. They have a a baby couldn't have been older than two years old and he's like playing with this toy car in the line and he drops the toy car so i reach down i pick it up try to give it back to him smile or whatever and um his dad's like you know tell him thank you say thank you whatever and i kid you not this kid looks me dead in my face and drops the car again so i'm like all right i bet that's how we're gonna be right okay whatever um so, but anyways, no, I, you know, <laughs> I picked it up, uh, gave it back to, I gave it back to his father that time, um, cause he just kept dropping toys. Like, I think he had another toy in like his back pocket. He dropped that one too. I was like, nah, man, you, I ain't, I ain't going out like that. But, um, I say all that to say, um, taking some time, obviously I went to the concert, had a great time, all that type of stuff. But I looked back on that moment and I thought about how often is it, um, I guess I consider you know, the fact that we are we are children of God, right? How often is it that we as children of God abuse his grace or we, you know, whenever we we fall down and we need him to pick us up, you know, rather than turning and, and being like, thank you, Lord, for, for helping me get through another situation. And then, um, you know, adjusting our behavior or changing our ways, we, we continue to fall and stumble upon the same things over and over and not recognize him and, and give him thanks for for picking us back up we abuse his grace is really the point that i'm trying to get to we we take for granted so often or how often he he picks us up and he dusts us off and he gets us back on track or he um you know restores what we've lost and instead of being thankful and and moving on and and growing from that situation we uh just perpetually find ourselves um stumbling falling over and over again so um that was kind of just something that i think god put on my heart after the fact is just how often we we forget to tell him thank you. We forget to um, give him praise and glory and honor through all situations and all circumstances. And I think another reason this came um, upon my heart was just some just some personal stuff I'm dealing with. Um, now I won't even say that. I was I was going to try to you know preface it with like just some personal stuff. Really, it's just stuff at work. Um, I'm coming off a, a very frustrating and um, hectic week this week, and um, it's been more of the same in the past uh, month, month and a half. So, um, something that God has really just put on my heart, especially the past month, is um, finding things to be grateful about um, in the midst of a difficult situation. So, um, as as difficult as work can be, sometimes I think something that He told me to do is before I clock out every day, I have this notepad that I keep on my desk, and I write down 
at least one thing a day that I'm grateful for. And it honestly, some days it, it's definitely difficult because I'll, I'll go through a day and be like, Lord, this is just not this ain't it. Like there's just nothing I can nothing I'm happy about, nothing I'm, you know, thankful about. But um, the more I just sit and, and, and I'm able to reflect on my day and the more that um, you know, I just take that time to just really try to find things to be grateful for. The more I realize that God has been there and he's been with me the entire time, the entire day, despite how difficult some situations may have been. Um, he just always reveals himself in, in the smallest ways. I think some days I just write down like, you know, I had Chick-fil-A today. Like it was good. Or I think one day I wrote down, um, I think I was off on a Friday. It was Thursday. I was like, this is my last day of the week. Like I'm thankful for that. But like even that idea of finding things to be thankful for i think is a change in my personal perspective on the situation i'm going through because i think it's really easy for me at least to just be like you know this sucks like i don't want to do this i don't want to be here like and just carry that attitude throughout my entire day or even throughout my entire week just like you know like why can't why am i still here lord like why are you doing this to me blah 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 and then i think those are the situations where we take his grace and we take his love for granted because it's like I sustained you through all of this. Like, no, it may not be exactly what you want. You may not be exactly where you thought you were going to be at this point in your life, but I've sustained you and I've made sure that you're well taken care of. I've made sure that, you know, everything you need that you have and that you're not suffering, you're not um, in need of anything, I guess. And just taking the time to just really sit and just think about all that God has done in the midst of difficult situations is something that he's challenged me to do and that I want to encourage you to do as well. I'm not sure what it is that you're going through, um, whether it be um, relationships, finances, work, um, maybe mental health issues. I'm not sure um, what it is. I know that we all struggle. I know that we're all human. And that this life isn't easy. So I know we all have something that we're going through that we find it sometimes like, Lord, like, why am I here? Like, why are you putting me through this? Like, why? Like, there's nothing good about this situation. Um, but I just challenge you and encourage you that um, even when it seems like we're in our darkest times, even when it seems like there's nothing to be grateful for, that we everywhere we look around is just dark and cloudy and um, just frustrating and uncertainty or whatever it may be uh, fill in the blank in your own life that we can still find something to be like you know what god despite all that i still give you thanks despite all that lord you've allowed me to see another day which means you're not done with me which means that my purpose has not been completed right um i think about first thessalonians 5 uh, verses first thessalonians 5 verses 16 through 18 it says rejoice always Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice always. Give thanks in all circumstances. Those are the two that I really want to kind of hone in right on here now. Um, because, I mean, it's in his word. His word is true. So we know that if he tells us to rejoice always, if he tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, that means it must be possible for us to give thanks in all circumstances. We may not always feel like it. We may not always be able to see it initially, but it's in his word and his word is true. And his word also says this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It is his will that we give thanks in all circumstances, which means it's his will that we take the time to find something to be thankful for, despite how difficult it gets. And I know, I know it gets difficult. I'm, I'm telling you firsthand experience that, you know, I've been through some difficult days, but I just know that God is faithful 
And that's something that's one thing that I know that I can be thankful for is that, Lord, despite where I'm at now, you are faithful and you will see me through this. And some other verses that came to mind just in my preparation for this are Psalm 103 verses two through five. I mean, this reads, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your your youth is renewed like the eagles. And the reason I included this was just thinking about even in those situations where you can't find anything to be thankful for. You can turn to these verses and be like, Lord, you are the one who forgives all my iniquity. You've forgiven me for my sins, Lord. You redeem my life from the pit. Through Christ Jesus, we have been redeemed from the pit of hell. We have been redeemed from our sins. He has paid the debt for us all. Um, you know, we're coming off Easter weekend where um, it's very easy to be thankful for, for the sacrifice that Christ gave his life up for us on the cross. But I think that's something that we really ought to take the time and carry that throughout each and every day. Just take that time to remember, Lord, like you sacrificed everything for me and for that alone i'm grateful i'm grateful that even though my situation now is not that great even though i may be in the worst situation i've ever been in in my life that this isn't the end for me that through christ jesus i have a hope and i have a future and that through his sacrifice on the cross lord i get to spend eternity with you in your kingdom and i think that's something that if you don't have anything else that's something to be grateful for and i also want to challenge you that if you haven't accepted christ into your life that you can do that now that he's waiting and that he wants to have a relationship with you that he wants to get to know you and he loves and cares for you and wants you to too uh be in the kingdom with him and, and spend eternity with him so um yeah, if you have nothing else, look, that's, that's Psalms 103 verses 2 through 5, where you can turn there on a, on a dark and difficult day and just be like, Lord, you, you, you are faithful, that you, there is still something to be grateful for in this situation. Um, and I want to say along with this idea of just being grateful in the midst of difficult situations, something that God has been working on in me through my life is being grateful for things that haven't even happened yet, giving praise in advance. Um, for for things that we just trust through through knowing him and knowing his character that he's going to come through in. Um, I'm actually in the process of creating a, um, a testimony video that I want to share with you all at some point for something that God actually hasn't even done yet. But I just know just based on his character and his faith and, and the promises that he's given me that he's going to come through. So I'm really excited to share that with y'all once everything comes together. Um, but until then, I think a great example of this like this praise in advance and and walking by faith and giving thanks um even in the midst of difficult situations a great example of this is found in second chronicles chapter 20. Uh, so we're going to go back uh, to the old testament uh deep in the old testament this is something that this is actually a chapter that i had never even um i don't think i'd ever read it and my pastor he brought it up in like the last minute of his sermon a few weeks ago just like slightly referenced it and I was like wait no I don't think I've heard that so I went back and checked it out and it's really about um, King Jehoshaphat King Jehoshaphat was over all of Jerusalem and all of Judah by this point I believe they are in the promised land and they're in a situation where there's these surrounding nations that are all joining together to attack the people of Israel and in the midst of the situation Jehoshaphat is kind of praying out to God and fasting and really just trying to figure out what to do because they are powerless against um, the people that are coming against them. And I don't want to, um, I'm trying to give you all a quick summary, but there are a few verses that I really want to touch on that 
um, really it just helped me through um, this this idea and and trying to get to a, a point where I can feel comfortable praying in advance and giving thanks in advance for God to come through. So the first verse that I want to bring to y'all's attention is Second Chronicles chapter twenty verse twelve. And Jehoshaphat says, O our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And that last part, that, that honestly has probably been my favorite verse over the past two, three weeks. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. In the midst of the situation, there's, you know, they are outnumbered, outpowered by these surrounding nations. And I know that you go through situations, I go through, through situations where I feel outpowered and outnumbered against the schemes of the enemy and everything that he's throwing at me and just the the, the weight and severity of, of my season or my, or my situation. Um, or just sometimes it's just uncertainty. It may not be you know, necessarily like the world coming down against you, but just something like, Lord, I don't know which way to go. I don't know where to turn. I'm not sure what my next move is. And we see that that was kind of Jehoshaphat's heart in this in this verse. And he says, we did not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. He fixed his focus on God versus keeping it on his circumstances. Instead of keeping his perspective and his attitude on like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, how am I supposed to protect everybody? And, and just keeping those negative thoughts in his mind. Lord, he said, no, I'm going to change and I'm going to fix my focus on you. The one who can give me hope, the one who can make a way. Jehovah Jireh, the one who can provide for us in this situation. And just that attitude in the midst of difficult situations is something that I just think is, is beautiful and that I encourage you to to look at as well. That's Second Chronicles uh, chapter 20, verse 12, where he says, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And then in response to that, the Lord says in verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them and the Lord will be with you. See here, God gives them a promise. They cried out. They, they told God their situation and their circumstance. And they were like, Lord, our eyes are on you. We need you to come through. And the Lord promised them. He says, tomorrow, go out against them and the Lord will be with you. He will be with you. And I think that's the same promise that he gives to us. Once we submit and once we turn everything over to him, instead of trying to figure out our situation in our own and trying to use our own strength, that we say, Lord, I submit to you. Do what you want in this situation. He says, I will go with you. I will be with you. If you submit it to me, I will take care of it. And now I want to jump down to verses 20 through 23 and kind of give you how this all played out. And I think it's just a beautiful story how they took the promise of God and they walked by faith and they gave thanks in advance for it. So check it out. Going down to verse 20, it says, and they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets and you will succeed. And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army and say, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Verse 22. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the man of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah so that they were routed. For the men of Ammon and Moab rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, devoting them to destruction. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they all helped to destroy one another. God set all of their enemies against each other. 
and the people of Jerusalem and Judah didn't have to do anything but give praises. But the part that I really want y'all to get and the part that is so crucial and just it blows my mind is that Jehoshaphat set out the praise team before he sent the army. Verse 21, it says, when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army and say, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Before the victory was won, before they even knew, before they even stepped out on the battlefield, they gave praise. Before they even saw their enemy, they gave praise. I think that's beautiful. And I think that's something that is a, it's a, it's lost in our Christianity today. That's something that I'm just learning now. You know, I've been raised in the church my whole life. And, and this is the point, you know, I'm 22, 23 years old. And I'm just now starting to really take into consideration the power behind praising God and giving thanks God, giving thanks to God in advance um, before my uh, deliverance comes through before I get what I've asked for. Just, just moving and walking by faith and and knowing His character, knowing that because you said that you were going to bring me through, and I know that you are not a God to lie. I know that you are a God that loves your children and cares for your children, and that you you cause everything to work for my good, dear Lord. And because I know that to be a fact, and I know you to be one to to stand true to your word, the one that, 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 that will not lie, Lord, I can walk by faith and I can walk in expectation that you will come through because of what your word says and because of the character that I know you to be. And that's exactly what Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah and Jerusalem did in this situation was they knew who God was and they believed his promise and they walked by faith and they saw miracles happen. Um, let me scroll down. I think in one verse it says... Verse 25, when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoils, so they took everything from these people, they found among them in great numbers goods, clothing, and precious things, which they took for themselves until they could carry no more. They were three days in taking the spoil. It was so much. It took them three days to cover to recover all of the clothes and the jewelry and the money and everything that these people had, the people that were really that were coming to take out the people of Judah and Jerusalem. And God gave them all of this to the point where it took them over three days to carry their blessings. That's what he has prepared for us. So I just challenge you to give thanks now for what he has prepared for you. Give thanks now, even though you can't see it. Send out the praise team before you send out the army. Before you try to fight this battle yourself, send out praises to God. Send out thanks for who he is. And just watch how he comes through. Take a back seat and just watch how God makes things happen in your life. Um, so that's that's all I got for you. I'm just uh, I just pray that you would just accept that and receive that into your heart, and that you would be changed by it, and that this wouldn't just be, you know, a podcast where you just listen and be like, oh, that's a great message, but that you would actually apply what we talked about here today. So, with that being said, I'll close this in prayer. Father God. I just want to say thank you just for your provision. I just want to say thank you just for all that you do. I, I pray that you forgive me for taking your grace for granted, that you'd forgive uh, all the times where you you made a way for me and you um, acted on my behalf in a way that I couldn't have done for myself. And instead of being thankful, instead of turning away um, from what got me into that situation, Lord, I, I just continually um, fall and, and refuse to give you the praises that you deserve, dear Lord. I pray that now 
that this would be the turning point in my life and that this would be the turning point um, in their life as well to where they would say, Lord, I'm tired of taking your grace for granted, that, Lord, I want to give you thanks in all circumstances because your word says that that's possible. And it says that that is your will for us in Christ Jesus. I pray that from this point forward, dear Lord, that we would just seek out opportunities to give you thanks in advance, that even in the midst of this difficult situation and circumstance, that we would just look to you and know that you're going to make a way, that even when we don't know what to do, Lord, we will set our eyes on you, and that we know you as Jehovah Jireh, and we know you as provider, and we know that you will make a way out of no way. In Jesus' name, amen. Whew. All right, y'all, if you, if you made it this far, I just want to say thank you for tuning in to episode four of Kids in the Grace podcast. Um, like I said earlier, like, subscribe, share with a friend, share with a loved one. And yeah, just continue to, to be the light the world needs and continue to help me build the kingdom one sibling at a time. It's Justin Nelson and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>